Hello, and welcome to Hardly Flowering. It's me, Catherine, and today I have a guest, Michael. Say hello, Michael. Hello. Thank you for having me, Catherine. Yes, you're very welcome, of course. Uh, but today, what we are going to be talking about is friendship, specifically today, like how to do it now, because it's confusing and wild, even more so than usual. So, thank you and for like being hard here, Michael. And dangerous. Oh my gosh, so dangerous. But yeah, so we will be talking about that today. Thank you for joining us. I'm actually, I've been like listening to your podcast and I listened to the first couple of episodes, like when you started and then I didn't listen to it for a while. And then I've been like doing a lot of driving for work. And then I've like completely caught up on like your last six. Um, and I've said like, it's been getting better and better. And particularly like your one on Solzhenitsyn, I think it was episode nine. It was. It was very good. I really appreciate that one. Thank you, Michael. And also, yeah, I definitely noticed because you listen like under your own name. And it's like, Michael, he has listened 13 times the last seven days. And I'm just like, dang, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he really likes the I'm podcast. a little compulsive. <laughs> but anyway, yes, it's good to finally have you on. Now that you are such an expert on listening, you can you can start talking and be a guest. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that brings us more in a roundabout fashion, I guess, to today's um, topic, which is friendship. And so specifically friendship long distance, right? Like, because, I don't know, I don't see that many of people who I would consider close friends on a regular basis no offense to the people i see you're lovely but like a lot of the people who i've been really good friends with for long periods of time or at least a couple years i now don't see because they're either in a different country or we're just in different places or things aren't working out and so it's been a big question in my personal life i guess just how how you either keep a friendship going or develop friendships in a difficult situation such as a lockdown or when travel is banned and you need to travel to have friends yeah like i was gonna say like in your personal case that's very true in that like you did spend like a lot of time here in ireland and then you obviously moved back home and then you moved abroad working for a while and moved again yeah i move um, a lot <laughs> but even for like everyone now there is like that element of like you're not seeing those people that like you probably did see that live like close by that exactly. you would like naturally just in like a society being open and doing its thing you would naturally see and that would evolve and now perhaps like i found anyway that like i'm spending time like, talking to people online that i definitely wouldn't have spent that time with before oh i know and, and i feel guilty. yeah like long distance then yeah i'm like is it bad that i just talk to you when i'm desperate maybe i think it is it probably is anyway yeah so i guess let's start from the beginning so before we jump into the conversation, let's just kind of very broadly and very quickly define friendship, just what we mean by it, right? Because in the Aristotelian Thomistic tradition, there is a very rich history of talking about friendship. This is a really big conversation that we're just kind of jumping into in a weird side angle perspective, I guess, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Michael, tell us friendship. You're good at these on the fly well, definitions. I, mean, I did not prepare like Michael for, for this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I just texted you and was like, let's call right now. Yeah, it's fine. 
Yeah. No, I mean, Aristotle speaks of, like, three levels of friendship, and then, like, Aquinas builds on that, and then uses, um, I suppose, like, revelation and theology, and, like, I suppose, elevates Aristotle's thinking. But, um, basically speaking, like, a friendship is, like, a relationship that's mutually beneficial, that would sort of hold across the, th- the three levels that Aristotle speaks of. Uh, yeah. But basically, the first level would be just this sort of friendship of like utility, um, like you work with somebody side by side with them, or you like buy something off them, you're selling something to them, and like it's mutually beneficial that you would have like a level of friendship or like you know we consider that like sort of an acquaintance. Um, and then you would have like a friendship of like pleasure, where you would find their company pleasurable, so you would like meet up not necessarily like in the bounds of any particular group or anything and um, it might be different groups different things but you would just simply enjoy their company mm-hmm. and they would enjoy yours um, and then you would have um, a third level of friendship which is harder to get to um, much more fruitful um, that would be a friendship of pursuing the common good together um, yes and I love which um... is I think difficult to get to, like, especially today. It's so hard. I mean, it was always hard, but I think the way that our social lives are run is making it increasingly more difficult, if that makes sense. Um, But Mm. it's interesting as well. I was reading part of the Nicomachean Ethics, right? And Aristotle, when he starts his discussion of friendship there, he just says, like, without friends, who would even want to live? I'm obviously paraphrasing. But he says, you know, even if you had all other goods honor and virtue and wealth you would not want them you would not want this life if it didn't have friends in it to share it with and that just really struck me being like wow yeah like you can you know you can have it's 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 so true it's so important and like this is something that we need to think more about right not only examining ourselves and i mean you have to do self-examination i think we can get too caught up in it where all you do is think about yourself and your life and then you're just you never do anything else um but, you know, you do have to have yeah. that reflective balance where you're establishing, okay, what is, like, who am I? What does my life look like? What is my pursuit of virtue? And how should I proceed in that? But we forget to think about friendship, right? Like, if you're, I feel like there should almost be a part of examination of conscience where it's like, do you have good friends? And you have to sit there and figure out whether you do or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, it's like the, it's like that classic thing of like, you're sort of like the sum of your friends. Exactly. Or you're the average of your friends, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's they're a huge influence on you and you on them. Um, yes, that just makes it makes you it makes you wonder. Okay, so I mean, then obviously we can talk as well about even just a sort of a broader, I guess, tradition. That, like everybody talks about C.S. Lewis's four loves. You know, the need, love, the gift, love, and you know everybody mentions friendship in that context as well. Uh, there's a really interesting quote mm. from C.S. Lewis about friendship, and he says it's like the least biological relationship that you can have with someone and it's a weird way of phrasing it but it's a kind of a good the way least. to think about being like this is just a choice right and you're choosing the good for each other yes. and in each yes. other and so i just thought that was another yes. little yeah just something to bring up before we Interesting. dive down the rabbit holes that we will yeah go down now because we will although i do think that like yeah i mean i think the levels of friendship do apply to like like if you're related to somebody you can still have those levels of friendship there i mean you absolutely might only you might be related to somebody um and it might only be like 
at the level of the friendship would only be at the level of utility perhaps um mm-hmm. or it could it could it could be any of, of the level i think it still applies though exactly but we, we yes would I, say... I, I i oh go ahead i would i would i would see his point though it's, it's quite humorous yeah it's he always has a great way of putting things but i mean yeah let's that's that is a great that is a whole other topic that we could easily get into right like friendship versus family and the complex relationship between those two things saint thomas actually talks a lot about that like yes. when he talks about charity he talks he does, about yeah. familial relations right not so much friends and i guess his idea is look you chose to be friends with these people so obviously you like them you did not choose your family so it might take a little more work to pursue charity in that relationship which is again a fair yes. point um but okay let's try and refocus i guess yes. a bit um, what do you think about distance friendship, right? I'm calling it kind of long distance friendship. You just borrowing the term like long distance relationship, but there's, there's a kind of analogous relationship between those two things where, you know, normally you would be able to hang out with your friends. You'd be able to do things together. And then when you're suddenly not, when you're deprived of those goods, the goods of companionship, how, like, how does that affect friendships in your opinion? Yeah, I, I actually... It's interesting. I've actually thought about this quite a lot. Um, I think this is going to come out with the controversial thing first. I think it's only that third level of friendship that can last over long distance. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think like a friendship of utility breaks when that utility is no longer there. And generally speaking... Um, if the utility isn't present over long distance then generally it's not now it might be if it's like a business relationship or something like that but outside of that that friendship will break down because the utility isn't there which is fine which is what's to be expected exactly. you don't sort of expect anything more from that relationship and then the next level is, is pleasure and for me I just don't find it let's say easily pleasurable to talk to somebody long distance or keep that relationship up Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I would happily like sort of meet someone like locally for a pint like absolutely and we have a conversation that would be very very pleasurable but doing sort of meeting someone virtually or over long distance for me is not um, pleasurable in the same way yeah so I would say that friendship would also die over long distance but I would say like a friendship of pursuing common good when you're willing the best for that other person and them to you um like that will still if it's long distance like that might make it a bit more difficult to keep that relationship going it might be a little bit harder but it will it should still keep going at least that's what i found yeah and i i'm gonna agree with you there right like all all of the the lower level friendships right like where it was just utility or you were just using all of that's gone right and there's a little bit of sadness there and i think i like to think of c.s lewis's description of this right he says it's not oh i lost you michael all right well i'm just gonna talk without it he'll be back um but he says it's not necessarily a bad thing that those friendships exist right they're ultimately good in so far as they go you just can't mistake it for something more okay oh you're back you're back hello oh, oh i'm so sorry i don't know okay. what happened it just stopped <laughs> at me i think my connection is still there i don't know 
I was still connected. This is why it's so difficult, Catherine. This, this is, is why it's so difficult. Is, if we were face to face, this wouldn't be happening. It wouldn't. We would be having this great moment of connection. But no, we're stuck on this internet, which is never doing what I want. I have such bad luck technologically. <laughs> I mean, it was like, okay, in one sense, it was like perfect timing because it demonstrated the point that oh, friendships over long distance are I might difficult. just leave it in. I was like narrating the whole time you were gone. I was like, oh no, there goes Michael. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just leave that whole thing in. Yeah, just like edit down the middle of it and leave it in. Yeah, yeah, it was that was annoying. But anyway, while you were gone, I was also making the point. Um, yeah, I gr- I agree with your three levels of friendship assessment, but I think that there is a sort of overall harm to you, right? Because you're used to having these three levels of friendship, and there's nothing necessarily disordered in that, right? You're expected to have all of them, even though just in their proper place. Right. So you yes. have you have your, you know, your guy down at the coffee shop who always has your special latte ready. And there's it's sad when that goes away. Right. That's a utility based relationship, yeah. but it's still something that brings joy into your life. And then, you know, those friendships of pleasure. It's it is just straight up very pleasurable. Right. That's why you hang out with these people. They're fun. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so you do have the higher level friendships, but even those are under a strain because you don't don't yes. have those goods of common life that you were used to. And so I think, yes. you know, it's interesting to see not only which friendships survive, but it's important to recognize the kind of psychological impact that's going to have on the individual to suddenly be cut off from so many friendships, even the inferior friendships, right? Because I think we often fall into the trap of just being like, well, as long as I have my soul friend and we're one soul and two bodies or whatever, I'll be fine. But no, you yes. need all these types of relationships in a full and rich life. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, and even with that, to your point there on, even even with the third level friendship that you do need like something in common, like so you need to be able to communicate yes. what you have in. Oh my gosh, he's gone again. Anyway, I'm just gonna finish his point for him. What I think Michael was about to say is that communication, you do need to have it, right? Say Thomas even says you do need to have this sort of level. Oh, you're back. I was finishing your point for you. I figured you yeah. were gonna go into Saint Thomas. So that's where I went. <laughs> mm. I forgot what you said, but I was going to say that um, there's perhaps something to be said for um, being able to experience things that you both appreciate in common, um, whatever that is. Um, there's something to be said for being able to experience that fully together, maybe through the five senses, whereas virtually you maybe only have, like right now I'm only hearing you. Um it's it, it's not the same it's not the same thing yeah you're, and we're not experiencing something together like going for a drink with a friend i mean you're like maybe you're drinking the same drink and you're both sharing in the same experience whereas that can't happen to the same level virtually that's so true well the other thing is i guess this bridges us to technology right i think most people would agree that overall increased te- reliance on technology would have a harmful effect sort of on the human psyche and the human persona, right? There's like all those studies about screen, like the more screen time you have, the more depressed you are, right? So that leads us to this horrible circle where you just can't escape from it, right? It's a vicious cycle where you need friendship, right? In order to, you know, to share your human experience and to pursue good together, even those highest friendships. And so if you're pursuing those over basically essentially more and more screen time and texting and very faulty methods of communication it's sort of like you're having a small dose of poison for the greater good of friendship and i just don't know how i feel about that right like 
Yes. It's I know it's harmful. Like I do this myself all the time where I, you know, something's happened to me that day and I just wish I could go and chat with a friend about it. So I call someone and that's fine. But then I spend like three hours that day on the phone, which is yeah. not good for my overall health and disconnects me from the people in my immediate environment, my family and the friends who are actually here. And it's just something very unsettling, I think, that we mm -hmm. need to be cautious of. But I don't really have a solution in the current situation, right? Because you're stuck not being having access to those friends who you need or who you would like to have. But yes. at the same time, the only way you can have access to them is by being on your phone for seven hours a day. Yes, although seven hours is probably a bit extreme. That's, but well, yes, I'm not going to exactly. say I've done that at all. Um, like, one thing I have found useful is that I will, like, generally if I know I'm going to have a conversation with somebody, I will use, like, the Bluetooth um, earphones, and then I will, like, have put the phone down. So in that sense, like, I might, like, if the weather is decent, like, I will sit outside or something like that, and um, I'm just, I'm not using a screen in that sense. I'm not, like, holding the phone up to my ear. It's, mm -hmm. It feels a bit more natural. Although, like, it's still obviously not the same. But yeah. I think that helps me, I think. That's fair. But then here's another natural. thing, right? Like, so even if we kind of agree that you can maintain those strong friendships where you're truly pursuing the good together via technology, what about forming new friendships, right? Because this sort of separation, at least in where I live, has gone on for, what is it? nine months now right like it's hard to just sort of hunker down for that amount of time and I think in the normal state of things you would be kind of meeting new people you would be having sort of maybe new friendships developing but and not to say that you wouldn't have those same high level friends you only have a few of those in your life anyway but like yeah. it sort of puts an extra stress on those relationships because you don't have the ability to access other things so that kind of leads me to the question of do you think it's possible to form a friendship via technology Ooh, excellent question mm -hmm. um, I, know. I think it's it, i mean it's certainly very difficult um because as as we sort of said like over long distance it is difficult to so i mean i i, I think it's possible but perhaps only, I think only in the sense of like, you sort of both, you're perhaps both in the same situation and you're both like want to like talk to people and whatever. Hmm. So if you find someone in some forum online or something that you have something in common with, like you might talk to them. But is that not like utility, right? You both just want to talk about yes. this thing. Or exactly. even pleasure, like you text someone and they're funny and you're like, ha ha ha, so funny. You're, you're just getting pleasure out of this. I don't know, I would argue that it's really, yeah. really hard, practically impossible, I guess I would say, to truly will the good for someone who you've never met and haven't had that in-person connection with. Yes, yes, no, uh, that's exactly where I was going. Um, oh, sorry, it, it is, <laughs> yeah, practically impossible, probably a good way to put it. Um, yes, because, I mean, you've also haven't had, um, I guess, like, you haven't shared experiences fully together mm -hmm. well but you even haven't. not the experiences i don't i just think there's something so significant about being in someone's presence right and i kind of think 
I don't know. I liked it's something I didn't really appreciate enough before until lockdown started and I couldn't see my friends very often and you know talking to them all the time great but then being in their presence is a completely different experience and it got in a weird way it made me think more about like adoration and visiting the blessed sacrament right and it's sort of yes, a yes, very yes. just that experience really brought me to a better understanding of adoration right there's something yeah. so different between just chatting to someone and being in their presence and it's the same yeah. sort of difference as like praying by at home by yourself and being in the presence of Christ in the Eucharist and I yes, think yeah. it's something that we need to think about right I guess not even just in pursuing the other friendship I don't know where I was going with that example to be honest but it just sort of struck that's me actually, that's actually it's, it's, it's an analogy that's making me really think here yeah that's good thank you well it's something that I've been thinking about especially like you know, I, w I was able to go to mass this morning, which was awesome. Obviously, I was exhausted because I hadn't had any coffee and I was just dying all the time. But just being there was so different than I would have been able. Like, even just you know before mass started or after it's ended, I'm just kneeling in the church, and it's so yes. different from just kneeling by yourself and having a real appreciation of that. Just being with someone is a different kind of experience than yes. talking to them. I yes, I think. Yes. No. Absolutely. Adoration is so that I mean you're actually in the presence of God. It's, it's. I mean, like the more you think about it, it the more it's it's, it's 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 so, um, it's what separates being a Catholic from being anything else, isn't it? <laughs> so true. It's yeah. It's yeah. Amazing. Well, and just like sort of, I guess analogically, I guess it's helpful to think about it and to think about friendship in terms of that, right? Like, there is the friendships that you can have virtually, but I don't think you can ever achieve the full understanding of someone until you've been in their presence and you've just been with them. So, yeah, it's been, yes. it's been interesting. Because so it's, it's like you're getting, you're, getting, you're getting this veneer exactly. of the person. Um, and even if it's, a video, if, if it's a video call or whatever, like, it's still you're seeing maybe their face, but it's their face on the screen it's coming through this thing exactly it's not um, them you're not in the presence of their physicality like their body and soul which is there with you with yours yes in the same place so it's it's, it's like it's, it's it's like um like your when you die your soul like your soul is no longer human you know it's not a person it's because we're composed of body and soul like a human being is body and soul so mm -hmm. you're you're yeah you're not getting that full experience well i mean i guess you could make a, a sort of argument sort of tied to resurrection of the body <laughs> we've gotten very off topic from internet friends but not really <laughs> i'm trying to circle back, That's exactly to circle back. resurrection of the body and then you're speaking body of the resurrection of the body how do you feel about twitter um no <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but i think it is what is interesting just to think about like in a weird way this experience has pushed us to explore the possibilities of friendship right and to sort of determine what and like what a real friendship means and I guess what mm. I would consider the kind of takeaway I guess is the we now that we've been thinking about some of these things and experiencing friendship in different ways I think it's really helpful for us to examine our own friendships and to be really intentional about the friendships yes, that we're forming yes that's exactly what I was like thinking that like two minutes ago I didn't want to interrupt you oh well I literally when you started I, I was like intentionality and friendships 
Yes. Well, it's so significant. And to be aware of what you're doing. And I think that's kind of the only hope that we have left, right? In a weird sense, not to sound pessimistic, but like intentionality and openness, which is something so yeah. hard to achieve, but so, so necessary. Mm. Like, yes, I think if anything, that's like probably for some negativity about friendship with this current COVID situation. But mm. if anything, is that intentionality that's actually been the positive. Exactly. It's that like, okay, I can only meet like small groups of people. We have to do this. It's becoming difficult to meet people. And because of that, like there's some people like you maybe can't meet, but the people that you can meet, you, 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 you pick that out and you, and you, you have a very maybe intentional conversation. At least I found with some people. Yeah, I mean, that's what I found as well. And you sort of value the friendships that you have more, right? Yes. Honestly, like, it's kind of bad, but I've even, like, realized I've made up with a lot of enemies just because I'm like, you know what? You're here, and I really value that, and I'm going to just forget <laughs> all the annoying things I ever said about you, and I'm so sorry. Because you know me. I'm always like, oh. Yeah, I, yeah, sometimes I'm a little too much. It's but like, okay, normally you're just like really annoying, but like given the situation, I've nobody else. Exactly. Well, and like, it's just, oh, Michael's popped off again for the people listening, but I'm just going to finish his thought, right? Like, and there's, there's a part of me that wants to examine whether or not that's utility, right? Just being like, there's no one else here so that and now I'm friends with you. But I like to think that even it's not so much utility it's more like because i'm now forced to be in the company of these people i'm seeing their good qualities which i was too selfish and stupid to perceive before so i think as long as i'm being careful about it and not just you know be yes. like you're the only friends i have it's like you'll do but i think there there is yeah. a sort of value to being forced to connect with someone right and forced to know them and then once you know them you realize actually you were wrong so I was wrong. Which is like, which is quite like family. Exactly. This, in that sense. It circles back so well to our family conversation. Like, but, I think, I think quite often, like, I'm like, you know me, I'm the worst for this. I will jump to a conclusion and generally it's a positive one. But like, <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, what, like, when I meet someone new, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, they're the worst. Oh my gosh, they're the best. Like, I straight away. And uh -huh. like, I'm just generally so wrong like, i should be in a jane austen novel <laughs> oh my gosh we both should i'm always wrong i was watching pride and prejudice with my brother the other day right and just like yeah. all of the things that lizzie does he was just like you would do that and i was like have done bro not even would do i have done that and it was horrible yeah. and it did not end in me marrying a very rich handsome <laughs> man mysteriously but whatever we'll yeah. deal with that later <laughs> Oh, yeah, so I think it's been good for, for us anyway to be forced to, like, realize we were wrong, maybe. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah, it's good for us all. Okay, let me see. How long have we been talking? We've been talking for, like, 25 know, minutes. Like, I've, been, I've been on and off, apparently. You've been, you've been on and off a bit, but I've just been, like, covering, so it's 100% fine. Again, yeah. this is why technology does not work for friendships. You can't have, your deep and meaningful connections are always interrupted by just things that are annoying oh anyway yeah do you have any thoughts that you would like to leave us with michael on friendship our friendship with covid just in general any of them i guess i mean we've been trying like, to think of friendship and covid but yeah go ahead yeah i think like in, in general the intentionality thing um today i think like quite often like we have like 
just social media and our friends' social media, and we have just like too many like, let's say like, roughly speaking, acquaintances and people that we kind of hang out with, but we don't necessarily sort of put in the work to bring. And obviously, there's a place for all the levels of friendship, like obviously, and to try and expect you to go beyond like the bounds of what's reasonable is 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 irrational. But like, there sh- I think there should be an element of intentionality and, as you said, like openness. Mm. Um, so that you can have that level of friendship where you're pursuing the common good together. Um, and like, something that came up this morning was like a completely different conversation about ecumenism. Oh, cool. That I was having. And then I was like, sort of the ecumenism of, well, we have this in common, so it's great, it's cool, it's fine. We'll talk about what we have in common. Or the ecumenism of, well, like, what do we have different? And then seek the truth from our difference. I think that's perhaps in our culture today, we have this thing where it's like, you look at what we have in common, you don't try and, like, rock the boat, you don't want to bring up a topic that might make somebody uncomfortable. And I think we go too far with that, and we shouldn't be afraid to have those conversations that are perhaps hard in a friendship, because that's, I think, what makes... that You need that for the level of friendship where you're pursuing the common good. When someone's, like, doing something wrong, they're pursuing something they shouldn't be that you can tell them of that and have that clear conversation. Which is true. So. And like, it is hard. Like, I'm bad at that. It is. Right? It is. Like, we're, I think we all need to improve, but I can just, even as you're talking, I can think of, like, several sp- specific things that I need to do. Which <laughs> I probably <laughs> that do. That's oh. point, then. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, very true. But I think as well, I don't know, just to kind of balance out that point, like, I agree with all of those things you just said, but to add another bit of nuance, I think mm. it's important also just for you to examine your friendships but being rational and being kind to yourself with it right being gentle with yourself like i think of saint francis de sales here and he was always being gentle with yourself when you're doing these examinations honest right not shirking the hard questions but gentle because you can look at yourself and you can say all right i am supposed to be having all these deep soul friends and people talk about this and i heard some lectures given by amazing priests who all have great friends and i don't have any friends like what what is what am i doing is something wrong with me but i think the thing to remember is you're always just you know you are where you are and you need to be making the best of that particular situation living the sort yes. of the grace yeah. in the moment right you don't have the past you don't have the future you have the present and you have the grace that comes to you in the present moment so i think yeah. you need to be thinking about that as well when you're thinking about your friendships and also to be aware that there's nothing necessarily right evil about being happy with those lower levels of friendship you just need to be intentional and be honest about it and be open there's there's nothing worse i would say it's like the most harmful experience most painful when you think you're pursuing you know the friendship of mutual uh, attraction to good with someone and they are thinking of you as a friendship of utility or just a friendship of pleasure that can be a very painful experience so if you're just being honest and if you're being intentional and being gentle things should be fine yes yeah and like don't necessarily i think it's something that happens like you need intentionality there but it is something that happens over time and you do need to let a friendship you know let a friendship of like two months be a friendship of two months don't expect it to be a friendship of a lifetime exactly well um, and, and again let that it, relies let it on evolve naturally exactly it relies on both parties yeah. being kind of open about who they are and what they're pursuing and what is happening in their lives I guess that's mm. 
our main takeaway. <laughs> think yeah. about adoration more and yes, talk definitely. to your friends. Yeah. All right. Which well, is perhaps like a good baby thing to end on. Is it like Yeah, I think we're gonna end on that. Friendship in that Aquinas saw that God's communication with man opened up this path with a, to a friendship with God which Aristotle obviously taught you couldn't have a friendship with God because he's like above us exactly well and that's yeah. the most but in amazing the two, in the, thing in the Old Testament covenant and the, and, the, and the new covenant exactly like the divine possible. friendship just like dang like to think about it the more you think about it the more amazing and wonderful it is and it also just to circle back to where we started right like if yeah. without friends life is not worth living right like what Aristotle says in the ethics you have your divine friend right the god who loves you mm -hmm. infinitely and died for you and like nothing will nothing can get in the way of that greatest most important friendship except yourself so yeah. it's just something truly beautiful to think that you always have access to your best friend yeah it's always beautiful but it's also um scary well yeah it's like the world's in your court now exactly that's the worst when you're like oh now i have yeah. to do it oh my gosh well that's <laughs> fine i'll just do it then yeah uh, yeah well i guess that's where we'll end uh but thank yeah. you michael so beautiful and scary we just called it awesome beautiful and scary that is awesome in the true sense yes yeah. in the true sense of awesome so thank you for yeah. coming on michael it's a good chat thank you so much it's so great to be on because i've really enjoyed it so far mm, well and the best of luck with it in the future thank you